Welcome to IFA Talk, IFA Magazine's weekly podcast. IFA Talk is for professional investors only. Thank you. Thanks very much for joining us for the latest episode of IFA Talk, IFA Magazine's weekly podcast, where we talk to people who matter about the things that matter in the world of financial services. I'm Brandon Russell, online writer here at IFA Magazine, and joining me on the podcast this week is our editor, Sue Whitbread. Hi, everyone. Yes, it's Sue here. And as, as Brandon just said, we're talking really on this podcast about things that matter. And one of those, in, in my view, is protection. However, it's a topic which, for whatever reason, just doesn't seem to get its fair share of the action, uh, like, other, like investment or other aspects of financial planning seem to do. So given how important it is in the financial planning process and the fact that protection products are becoming much more sophisticated these days, Brandon and I thought it was time that we found out a bit more. So really pleased to welcome our guest today, and it's Mike Furness. Mike is Head of Protection Sales at HSBC Life. HSBC Life, they announced some interesting innovations recently in value-added benefits to protection policies. And it was that really that we wanted to explore with him today. Mike, welcome to IFA Talk. Thank you so much for joining us. Hi, Suzanne. Hi, Brandon. Uh, Yeah, thank you very much for inviting me. Uh, Really pleased uh, to be here. I'm responsible for uh, growing uh, our protection sales in the UK uh, and protecting more families as we go along our our journey uh, over the, the, the coming years. So absolutely delighted to be here and to talk about what we're doing in the market. So really looking forward to the conversation. Hi, Mike. Yeah, it's good to talk to you. Like Sue said, we've been really interested to see the growing trend for leading protection providers to integrate value-added benefits into their protection products. Could you just explain to our listeners exactly what these value-added benefits are and how are they helping advisors to do more protection business? Yeah, so so really good question. So value-added benefits are transformational, uh, I believe, to the protection market and, and, and to consumers. They reinforce the everyday relevance of of life and critical illness cover uh, and and therefore really drive protection sales. At HSBC Life, we want to be there for our customers throughout the lifetime of their protection policies to maintain engagement and to further meet their health and well-being needs by providing really a a, a valuable uh, range of services uh, to them that that they can use. The support of expert medical guidance provides real tangible benefits to all policyholders, not just people making a claim. And that is really, really important. But a lot of uh, consumers or policyholders, their awareness isn't really where it needs to be of added value benefits. Uh, And it's still quite low, uh, you know, across the industry. And much more needs to be done by providers to transform that customer understanding. And, you know, we believe providers should share more case studies demonstrating how those services have a real life uh, impact and a real positive uh, impact. Uh, Our industry really needs to get better at storytelling because the more you bring these things to life, the more important it is to people, they can see it and it becomes real. And it starts to transform things from uh, you know, black and white into colour because it reaches from paper and becomes a real experience. Mm. And that's where the, the advisor audience can really help, isn't it, Mike, as intermediaries between the product providers and their clients, the consumer, to encourage them in the right way to, to 
consider protection and to have protection when they need it. Yeah, you're absolutely right. So, you know, there's some re recent survey done by uh, Pacific Life Re, uh, and, and in that survey, they, they surveyed a thousand uh, people or customers, if you like. 50% of those were people that had life insurance and 50% of them were people that were or looking to purchase life insurance. And there's a load of statistics that came out of that. And, and your point's really valid because 67% of people valued value added benefits. Uh, so it shows you that there, there is a really important market out, out there. And without that education piece that sits in the middle, where, as you say, the advisor talking to the customer and reminding them of what's there. Uh, you know, some of the things like uh, remote GP 24-7, well, I think we've all been in a position where, for example, you, you have you know, your children are at home and you phone up the GP surgery at 8.30 in the morning and we all know the strain that the NHS are under currently. And you phone up on your phone and they say, I'm very sorry, there are no appointments today. Uh, now, if, if someone actually knows everything about their policy and what's there as well that they can use, they could use remote GP 24-7. Their child could be seen uh, that day via uh, a, a remote consultation through their phone. They don't even need to leave the house. So I think the education is important. Uh, and the other reason why the education is important is it's great for uh, consumers or customers to use those products uh, that, that, that are available. Uh, but also it's so important from a retention point of view because once someone has used value-added benefits once, I don't think they'll ever cancel their policy because it's valuable to them. Good point. Good point. So talking about those value added benefits then, Mike, I wonder which particular ones do you think are most appealing to advisors and to their clients? You've mentioned a few really interesting ones there. And also, I wonder, too, if there is a particular customer type that is more likely to be attracted to value added benefits or is it just more general appeal? Yeah, certainly not another really good question. So I've just talked about remote GP 24-7. Uh, uh, so I'll, I'll just continue on that for a moment. So, so ours is, is limited, right? So it's not restricted to a certain amount per year. So I think that helps a lot of people. So uh, everyone's got busy lives, right? So uh, you know, do you have time to, this sounds terrible, does it? Do you have time to go to the doctor's surgery? Well, if it was something minor and not something that you were incredibly worried about and obviously you'd go and see a doctor but a lot of people that have got a very busy life you can pick up your phone you can book an appointment you can book that appointment at a time and date that suits you you can book it with a male or female doctor depending on your preference as well so i think one it suits people that are really really busy uh Two, it's just staying on remote gp you know people that are suffering terribly from say anxiety or stress and, and they don't want to leave the home uh, for whatever reason that may be that's again a real lifeline for people that they can get help quickly uh, from you know for whatever illness that may be and they can get that how they want to receive it basically the help that they they can receive it uh, re remotely so i think that helps as well uh, something that's really uh, popular again we surveyed a number of clients is the annual health mot so, so what that is, is, so with us, so obviously the, the, the hints in the name, so it's annual, but what it does do is it gives you a, a yearly check on your health. 
so we send out a, a pack uh, to clients. Uh, it's got a number of different health markers that are associated with it. Uh, a blood test uh, kit goes out, a bit of a, a thumbprint, uh, send the results back, it's all prepaid, everything comes back to us, and then a report is made available uh, to the client, again, on their app, on their mobile phone, if that's what they choose, or, or there are other kind of uh, methods available for getting that information to them. But it's really easy, you know, and that gives people peace of mind as well. Uh, yeah. You know, I, I always think I'm fit and healthy and then all of a sudden something goes wrong because we're all not superhuman. So uh, I think it, it, that's great. That appeals to a lot of people. Just, just a sense check every year about how you're doing. Well, two great examples there. And which policies do those types of features apply on, Mike? Yeah, so, so, so with us, uh, they're across the board. So whether you have uh, life uh, or protection only, whether you have life and critical illness or standalone critical illness, uh, all six types of, of, of value-added benefits are available across the board. Uh, well, I mean, we recently kind of revamped them into that position. Uh, and what we did as a business is we applied them to the entirety of our back book uh, as well. So we treated everyone absolutely fairly as you would expect from HSBC Life. You are listening to IFA Talk, IFA Magazine's weekly podcast. Subscribe to us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts to be notified as soon as a new episode becomes available. And follow us on LinkedIn, Twitter and Instagram at IFA Magazine. Mike, our last question today is a big one. I think it's pretty widely recognised now that very sadly there is a growing mental health crisis in the UK. Is this something that value-added benefits can help to address? And if so, how? De- definitely. And 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 it, and it is a problem that is that is growing. Uh, we've we've seen the effects of COVID uh, that that have had on people. Uh, we've seen the effects of people that have be, uh, been furloughed uh, through that. Uh, we've got the economy uh, that's that's ever changing at the moment. Uh, we've got the cost of living crisis that's coming in, and, and all of these things are pressure points on people. Uh, interest rates going up. Uh, all that seems to be all the time at the moment. Uh, and people in negative income territory, they, they, get, they get paid and their rent or their mortgage and everything else, there's, there's nothing left. Uh, so for people that were kind of potentially suffering or on the cusp, a lot of these things are, are tipping people over uh, as well. So, you know, we have absolutely recognised there's a, a growing mental health health crisis in the UK. There's an industry, so that's, that's us, that, that's every, every other insurer. Uh, we need to encourage kind of a, a more open dialogue around mental health and promote greater awareness uh, of the help that's available to people. And there's lots of help that's available, uh, but it's taking the first step. And, and, and also it's recognising, uh, this might be for another time, but it's also recognising, do insurers have the ability to recognise the first step when someone needs help? Because it's difficult to come forward sometimes to get help on your own or, or through others or or through any kind of app or something like that. So I think that's really, really important. Uh, we're responding to growing custom, customer demand, uh, obviously, on this, and we're, we're offering medical support services via our dedicated uh, HSBC Life Online Health Services app. Now, within that, that's got a number of, of, of options that are available. Uh, One of those is mental health support, as as well as second medical opinion. I know we've just talked about second medical opinion, so I'll I'll stay on mental health support. So there are different modules that are in there that that people can select. 
and if you want to speak to someone, you can. Not everyone wants to interact with an app. People might need help kind of talking about this to start with before they could be routed to, to some form of, of uh, kind of remote help, if you like, as well. So, so that's really important. And, and there are things in there for different people, for uh, there's fear fighter, uh, for anxiety. Uh, there's uh, modules in there for obsessive compulsive disorder uh, and, and a number of others that are in there. But as I say, it's all about recognizing when people do need that help and when they come in, how do we help them? How do we start that conversation uh, and how do we get them into the right place? And I guess, Mike, with the new FCA consumer duty flying interview uh, now, that is becoming even more important that advisors are able to identify vulnerabilities, to identify vulnerable clients and to have some knowledge about what they can do to help. And I think what you've just outlined there is, is one way they can do that. Definitely. I mean, if you're looking at... Uh a range of policies that, that are there and as an advisor you say well I'm going to go with uh, ABC because it's the most competitive premium okay well that's one thing that's an affordability uh, issue maybe but what sits behind that and as you've just rightly said Susan what, what's more pertinent to that customer if they do have uh, some mental health uh, issues or problems that they've been facing it's the help that sits behind that policy, because it's a policy, the cost. The customer might want to say, well, actually, I'd prefer to go with another organization because they offer all these benefits. And I would really use those because this other one, although it's the most competitive premium, doesn't give me what I want. Now, consumer duty is so important with that because it helps advisors, actually, also, because they can make the right recommendation that's specific and tailored to that customer. And then that stands up from an advice point of view in terms of consumer duty as well. It's the right recommendation with the right things that sit behind it for that customer. Mm. Oh, that's so important, Mike, because people see protection as being protecting against unforeseen events, you know, if the worst were to happen. But some of the things I think that you've just described there are about events that happen in day-to-day -day life that... Yeah. that will supplement those if the worst does happen, but there are other benefits too. Mike, I know we've run out of time for today. Gosh, that's gone so quickly. But I think we just, just looked at a snapshot of some of these benefits, haven't we? We have, yeah. Uh, there's lots to talk about. I could talk for about another three hours on this subject. Really <laughs> passionate about it. And uh, yeah, we're ever evolving. So more to talk about another time. Indeed. And thank you so much for, for joining us today. And I think if we've whetted our audience's appetite to find out a little bit more, they can do that, obviously, from HSBC Life. And just to put this a bit more front and centre when they're considering recommendations to clients that protection really is so important. IFA Talk is for investment professionals only. All material has been carefully checked for accuracy, but no responsibility can be accepted for inaccuracies. Whatever appropriate, independent research and whatever necessary, legal advice, should be sought before acting on any information contained in this podcast. And value of investments and income from them can go down as well as up. You may not get back the amount you originally invested.